Hi, this is Kimberly F. Brown. A brown, 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 simply brown on Cleveland. And of course, this is a special podcast with candidate Chantel Brown of the 11th Congressional District. Candidate Brown is a history maker, and she's talking to Brown on Cleveland about being chair of the Democratic Party of Cuyahoga County. She's talking Sanaya Nicholson, and she's also talking about Kamala Harris and women. Where do we stand in 2021? Coming up right here on Brown, Simply Brown on Cleveland. 101 with candidate Chantel Brown. Brown, 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 Simply Brown on Cleveland. No gas. Again, good Thursday morning to you and yours. I hope your day is very fulfilling. And of course, it is my prayer and my hope that everything that you strive for will happen today the way you want it to happen. At any rate, good morning to my uh, special guest, and I'm excited to have her here. She is my uh, county councilwoman, Miss Chantel Brown. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I love this brown, brown, brown thing we got going on today. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's funny because uh, before we get into the interview, I was talking to uh, uh, Marcia McCoy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. last week, and Marcia McCoy called me and she said, you know, Brown, she said, this is the era for brown, brown, brown. She says, so whatever you're going to do, you got the right last name this time. Just use brown, 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 brown. And I said, brown? I said, oh, 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 okay, yeah, I get it. Thank you. I, I got it. So I'm going to let that marinate in my spirit. Let because, it marinate. Uh, yeah, so, so God spoke. She's a pastor. She said, brown, brown, brown. But at any rate, um, Chantel Brown, you are my county council person. Yes. And I have you here today because, uh, like I said, we're still talking about Black History Month. And it would have been a shame if no one brought you on here at WOBU to talk about you being a history maker. And on top of that, about you being a Brown. Thank you. Yeah. So so, so, what's going on in the world of Chantel Brown? You are the chair of the Democratic Party, right, Cuyahoga County? So talk to us about that. What's going on with that you? That was the history-making moment in my life. In 2017, I threw my name in the hat to become the first elected woman and the first elected black person ever to lead the largest and what I like to say the most complex Okay. Democratic okay. County Party in of the 88 in this state. Um, okay. You know, it, it, is, it is not an easy job. It is okay. a labor of love. A lot of people don't realize I don't get paid to do that job. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, wait a minute. Skirt. So, I, you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Now mm-hmm. you're bringing something else to uh, the forefront. But even before we get into that, then, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you, because I got to add some drama to it. You know, this is Brown on Cleveland, you know, and, and although I like I like my county council woman, I do, I'm still going to add some shiggity boo to it. I, I wouldn't expect anything less. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I know you have been warned. Yes. You have been warned, right? I've 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 been in the presence of Big Brown before. This is not this is not new to me. So I'm we're good. We're gonna we're good. I'm good. I'm good. Amen. And 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 just so people to know, I remember. Let me go back before we go into the interview. <laughs> I remember I had a uh, form at the Harvard Community Center, right? And this is when you were running for Cuyahoga County Council District Nine. Yes, ma'am. And the moderator of the program was the notorious Mr. Eric J. Brewer. Mm-hmm. And this is when I first found out that Chantel Brown got some swag. <laughs> 
little. <laughs> listen, let me tell you guys something. Here's something I'm going to say before we actually start this interview. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard the word on the street about you is this. Because, you know, I'm going to add this, and I don't care if your supporters are getting mad. Mm-hmm. Only one I only care about getting mad is mama and daddy. As long as mama's okay with me, it doesn't matter what anybody else say. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Point blank. Mm-hmm. So I got to keep mama, mama Brown happy. Okay. I'm, I'm keeping her happy today. But the word on the street during that time was that uh, did nobody want a Sunday school teacher? Uh-uh. Because they thought that you were going to be a pushover, Brown on Cleveland. You're, you're right. You're right. So before um, yes. before I was elected to public office, I considered myself a servant, and and I'm still a servant, and I wear the title public servant very proudly, okay. uh, Miss Brown. So yes, I was a youth ministry leader, still am. The pandemic has made that a little bit challenging, okay. but um, I I think it is important that we are good followers before we're good leaders and 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 so being a follower of christ um has helped me in some of these battles Uh that i have to go through as an elected official and the chairwoman of this very complex organization called the cuyahoga county democratic party so yes um we we as leaders are challenged in our faith walk but it does not negate us from being able to um, get the job done how about that okay well you do know that if you're familiar with brown of cleveland i am not a fan of the term the terminology leader or leaders or leadership i am not because uh in my eyes i see a lot of you guys being seat fillers mm. but that's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. because i'm not going to have that conversation with you i want to talk about um your historical uh, situational factor of actually uh, leading the Cuyahoga County Democratic Party. Um, what is it like to actually do something like this and to have, um, I won't say, I don't like the term control, but you were responsible for a lot of uh, races that took place and a lot of races that are still to come. Tell oh, me yeah. about that. How does that work? Listen, so a lot of people don't understand the um, the, the role of the chair. We serve at the pleasure of the executive committee. There are two of what I would say is uh, arms of the Democratic Party. You have your precinct committee folks. Okay. Those are elected officials mm-hmm. in their capacity. A lot of people may not recognize precinct committee folks um, because they are the, I think, the, the most local level of government that I exists. See. And so you have to have your identify your party affiliation you must get um, signatures to get on the ballot and oh, you are okay. elected for that position and you hold a four-year uh, term I as have a, a precinct let me person. let me have a question yeah here's a question so precinct people um, a lot of people don't know what they are or what they do but is this a paid position or an unpaid? It what? is an unpaid position, okay. but it is an elected position, and their duties include being the uh, liaison and the vote drivers in the local community. I what see. they should—that's what well, that's what precinct people should do. Now, do they always do okay. that? No. Um, the other responsibility that they hold is they get to decide who becomes the chair, and so that is one of the that is one I of the see. top priorities of a precinct committee person. And again, those elections only occur every four years during the midterm election cycle, during the midterm primary election cycle. So that's important to note. It doesn't happen during the general in November. Mm -hmm. It's during the primary. And so those folks um, should be the the conduits. They should be the the, the connection from um, the local level to maybe your council person Mm -hmm. or your your state representative and and each level of government. The other branch of the Cuyahoga County Democratic Party Mm -hmm. is the executive committee. And the executive committee um, 
comes from, a pool of them come from the precinct folks. So those are the elected in executive committee members. And then as chair, I get to appoint 350 of those uh, executive committee members. And executive committee decides okay. who gets the endorsement. So when you see our sample ballot Ronald during, Cleveland. yes, when okay. you see our sample ballot during the general or the primary okay. election, those individuals get to decide who gets endorsed in I our see. Democratic Party. I see. Very, very good. Let me ask you, um, let me ask you this. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Cuyahoga County District 9, but before we even get there, uh, I know a lot of people are still concerned and they really don't understand your duties mm -hmm. as the chair, your responsibilities when it comes to uh, overseeing like the elections mm -hmm. and about uh, who gets endorsed. Uh, do you have much say about that process? So I could definitely, um, I could definitely tip the scales if I, if that were something that I desire to I do. But I try to be impartial and fair and and divide the um, appointments that I have up proportionally. So what I mean by that okay. is, if you have a large community, then you'll get a larger number of executive committee appointments. Mm -hmm. If you have a small community, then you'll get a smaller number of executive committee appointments. And so by that, yes, I could. But I have been very fair, okay. uh, as as in Kimberly F. Brown. I have been also been very <laughs> fair um, as it relates to my <laughs> as it relates to my role as the chairwoman. So when what I am responsible for ultimately is making sure people are aware that there's an election and then making sure that they get out and vote for the candidates who have been endorsed. So that is my primary responsibility. That is what I focus on. And I'm very proud of the work that I've been able to do in this role. Um, last election cycle, we okay. broke 70 percent. We had 71 percent voter turnout. I see. And contrary to some of the reports uh, mm -hmm. that the voter turnout was low in Cleveland, which it was, it was. our suburban voter turnout really overcompensated for the, the turnout in Cleveland. And again, we exceeded the levels that we had ever delivered in the past. So I'm pretty, pretty proud of that. Very good. This is uh, Brown on Cleveland, and I'm talking to and talking with uh, Cuyahoga County Dem Democratic Chair Chantel Brown. Uh, Ms. Brown is also my county council person of District 9. And y'all know, hey, I got to ask some shiggity boo right about now. You know, I got to go here with a little bit of drama. Uh, county councilwoman, no, 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 that's not our, the right, the right, the right form for this county chair, because mm -hmm. this is under the county chair. Mm -hmm. uh, there were some squabbling about, and you can take a pass because I don't know what you can and cannot share. I'm always fair about that mm -hmm. um, with you being um, an elected official, and that's fine. But there was some squabbling about one person that was endorsed on the Democratic ballot. Um, how much control or any control do you have with individuals being endorsed that clearly clearly the African American community did not want and did not support so you can take a pass no, if you want I, to no this passes is here I, I, I'm, I, I stand by my work and I am um, proud of the work that I'm able to do I did make a, I had a conversation with the state party as it related to that individual. Okay, Brian and so um, I expressed my uh, concerns about having that individual become the 
uh, statewide candidate on our ticket and mm -hmm. expressed to the state party that this would be detrimental to um, to to not only other candidates but that candidate himself I said that 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 person would not be successful here in Cuyahoga County and you might want to reconsider that choice okay. so I was very uh, clear with the state party and that was a state party decision and because it was a state party decision the counties which fall under the state are subject to their decision so it was very little that I could do I actually sought outside counsel to see if there was anything that we could um, do to separate ourselves from that particular decision but what I what I will say is that sometimes we don't we aren't always able to get our way we have to work within the system that is set before us but we don't want to also put ourselves so far um, outside of the box that we're no longer sitting at the table right and so I if I it. if I um were to go uh, as far as some people may have wanted or expected, that could have cost me my leadership position. And I now see. who do we have at the table right, to talk right. about these issues in the future? So what I can say about that is there have been some changes at the ODP. Now the leadership has changed. Yes, I saw that. Yes, and so um, and so had I had I gone a different route, now I wouldn't be at the table to talk to these new leaders and let Absolutely. them know who were who were also instrumental and also understood the position that um, I took as a county party leader. So I never promoted that uh, candidacy, if you will. I promoted okay. our ticket, which is my responsibility. But um, so you have to kind of find ways to work around things. Big I Brown, see, you know, you know how that goes sometimes. I do, but I do. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate the question. So, no, um, as it relates to statewide races, we don't have a whole lot of say. We do try to uh, exercise our voice and opinions and make sure that we are heard and on the record and so people are clear about where we stand on folks. Very good. Brown, so. Brown, Simply Brown <laughs> on Cleveland. You know, that was one question that I just had to simply ask because that's been on the mind of a lot of people, especially as they began to make other decisions regarding other, other situational factors that are uh, forthcoming. So once again, I'm talking with and talking to uh, Cuyahoga County Democratic Chair and uh, my county council person, Ms. Chantel Brown. Now stick around because uh, we're going to talk about women and um, the leadership position and how mass media, how they are portraying the uh, African-American woman, the woman of color, us of all talk, just, just a little bit of drama. And, of course, I'm hanging out with another brown, 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 brown. Yes. She's not brown of Cleveland. No, no, you, you're from Cleveland, That's right? That's right, absolutely. Right. So you are brown, brown, brown from Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And I'm really not because I'm from New York City. Tell, tell, tell the truth to so, shame the devil. Right, right. Look, you entitled to one mistake. No, <laughs> won't hold it against you. We won't hold it against okay, you. Okay, see what happens when brown, brown, Kimberly Brown tries to be a little nice. No. People always want to take you there. Mm -mm. So I'm actually brown, brown, brown from New York City. Yes. You're really brown, brown, brown from uh, Cleveland, yes, right? Yes, But the show is brown on Cleveland. And you know how I got the name of the show? How? Do you know uh, 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 Lawrence Lane? I know you do because Lawrence Lane uh, wife is kin to your campaign manager. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> right? Mr. Larry Lane. Yes, right, yes, yes. Right, right. Yes. Isn't this a small world, right? Very small. I, I bet you didn't even know that I knew that they were related. Uh, absolutely. Oh, now, okay. you know, you know, I call you cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I tease people. You know, re remember the one time you had the forum and I did that? You got a little hot behind it. Remember? <laughs> I said, Kim is my cousin. She was like, no, you're not. We're not related. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, no, we're, we're not. Yeah. Yes, we are. Brown or Cleveland. 
<laughs> right, right. Put it like this. It's not your business, right? That's so, right. So so you guys go ahead and run with stuff because you're running with it anyway. They run with it right. all day, Kelly. Right, right. You already know. Right, so right. You, you, what you are is big brown, big brown. So. And you're a little brown. Yes, ma'am. And they can make any type of... Uh, mm-hmm. Situational mm-hmm, factor, mm-hmm. whatever they want to do. They're going to do it anyway. <laughs> right we already way. know. We already know. Right. Anyway, let's get back to this. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I've been reading in the news about our VP, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. And as you know, uh, my stunt on Fox News, I really was not a fan of, you know, uh, Mr. Trump nor Mr. Biden. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Biden has surprised me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look at Joe. Look at, look at him. Okay. <laughs> Go, so, Uncle Joe. So I'm on my way back to uh, Fox News as a special guest. And uh, that's going to be great because I get the opportunity to talk about uh, what he has been doing since he's been elected. But that's a whole another story forthcoming. But can, I want- I just, can I just commend you on your growth and your success and just applaud you as, as a, from one sister to another? Because, I mean, I have seen your growth okay. and I think it is impressive. And you deserve a round of applause for the work you've been doing. So oh, man. hats off to you. Hats off to you. Thank you very much, Little Brown. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm not going to give you change for that $50 bill, just so you know. Okay? <laughs> but, but, but real talk, real talk. I've been reading in the news mm-hmm. about Kamala Harris. She's our VP. And I wanted to talk to you about this because you are my county uh, council person. And I'm a Democrat. I'm not ashamed to say so. I'm a Democrat. Matter of fact, I'm very proud to say so. Um... They've been talking about her in the sense of always talking about the clothes that she wears. But she's our VP of the United States of this here America. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk to you about why do you think or do you find the issue with the media talking about Kamala's clothing rather than the help that she's providing our president, Mr. Joe Biden. You say what, Brown or Cleveland? Listen, um, it's the double standard that we okay. know we we just as women, black women in leadership, particularly have to deal with. But it, it's not limited to just us. But I think that it, um, I think it hits us a little bit harder because so often um, we are still crushing these ceilings, shattering these ceilings as first. And she, no, 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 no. Let me correct you. Yes, she didn't shatter the ceiling. She's on top of the roof. Yes. You know, she's to the point like, you know, hey, look at me. I'm standing on the roof. She's beyond the ceiling. And this is what I don't understand why we're not focused on that area, but I'm more focused about the boots that my county councilwoman has on. Mm-hmm. Well, we it's 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 lack of lack of substance to mm-hmm. the issues that we creepy. have to battle um, as as again as women in leadership. You you never would anyone um, consider okay. uh, uh, our Caucasian male counterparts' appearance and their no. looks. It's very very rare. I mean, they may talk about it a little bit, but it's not the it's not the 
the whole subject matter. They move on to issues and mm-hmm. how they govern and what, what policies they're passing and all of those things. But as women, I guess having a, a history of being uh, objects of adoration, maybe, oh, that, okay. you know, we, we, we fall into this weird category mm-hmm. where people still just want to keep us there. And um, we have to work twice as hard to get half we the do, credit. And, and, and that is the reality of the situation. And so it's a delicate balancing act. Uh, I've found myself in situations where I'm I'm um, very very self-aware of what I'm wearing what my appearance okay. is because I know that I'm going to be subject to criticism or judgment based on my appearance and it's an unfortunate situation but it's the reality that we in I see it um, lessening in the pandemic a little bit because you know what I mean I think that people are giving um, are paying more attention to substance over appearance but we mm. still as women still have some, it's, it's still a, a long road in my opinion from us getting to f- completely focusing on the substance versus the versus the appearance so so how do you think um, we can possibly overcome that issue because media is going to do what they want to do and I'm just sitting back waiting for the day where my VP Kamala Harris is going to say, you know, hey, I'm not talking about shoes anymore. What do do we need to do in order to confront, convict the media of their outlandish behavior as far as talking about her clothes and not her brain and not her policies? We have to do what we're doing right now. We have to push back and we have to focus on the substance. And it takes some of us that are in these positions to say, look, you know, I... Let's move on to something a little bit more substantive. Let's talk about the policy. You know, there's a time and a place to talk about fashion, and this is not the time or the place to talk but, about but, fashion. But does that come from her, or does that come from women speaking up, calling the media, you know, writing letters, or is that something that VP Kamala Harris must do to start that, to start that conversation? It's a combination. I, I think see. we, I think we owe it to, Around I think Cleveland. we owe it to her as women. Um, supporting her and um, having her back to be a voice to tell the media that's that's not what we're about. That's yeah. We we don't we need we want to know about her policies. We want to know about her positions. Um, and and when she is featured in in Vogue or Essence, then maybe you know that's 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 when we can get into the fashion. But when we're on MSNBC, when we're on CNN, even Correct. Fox, we want to talk about the issues, not how she's wearing her hair, Correct. not the the uh, the colorism issues, not the clothing issues we want to talk about things of substance so that's what we need to be focused on brown on cleveland once again talking with and talking to uh, county council person of district nine uh, Chantel brown she's also the chair of the democratic party i want to talk about one issue that i, I really need to address just for clarification and it's about violence in our community mm-hmm. everybody knows that i am a uh, sanaya nicholson fan i am Remember that. And I don't care about how many people say Brown stop talking about it because I'm not. Because if that was your child, you would want somebody like Brown, Brown Simply Brown or Cleveland, the Black Women Commission, to constantly talk about it. Um, and everybody knows what happened, you know, in the Lee Harvard uh, community on June 20 of 2018. And I wanted to set the record straight about your involvement with that situation and it's not to brag it's not to boast but I need sometimes 
it's important for me when I talk about issues in the community, I like people to know who did what. Who did what? Because this is the way that we stop um, untruths in the community from being spread. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk about um, Brown or Cleveland. I wanted to get some clarification about the role you played in uh, District 9 on well, that horrible day, that horrible week it that's was, staying in our community. Yeah, and it's still it's still difficult. I see it's still difficult for you to talk about. It's still difficult for me to think about. Um, you know, the, just to have an innocent life snatched away like that was devastating. Um, very close to my birthday, so it kind of shook me to my core in a different way. Um, I have a niece that was close to that age, and so um, I broke protocol to just put it blank I, I, I reached out to the county executive mm -hmm. um, directly and I said we need the impact unit here and we need it need them here now when um, an innocent life is snatched away during the middle of the day like we need more police on the yes. street and so I um, I contacted uh, county executive Butish um, and I, I cc'd a bunch of folks in the request to get it on record I, it wasn't just a phone call I, I put see. my request in writing to make sure that the mayor of Shaker knew to make sure the mayor of Maple Heights knew to make sure the mayor of Warrensville Heights was aware and the um, neighboring council people. So Ken Johnson, uh, Joe Jones, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe even Kevin Bishop at okay. the time, every, okay. every community that kind of borders the Lee uh, road strip, if you will, where that, that tragedy mm -hmm. took place. I wanted them to be aware Brown because this, well, this is only, um, only yards and, and feet away from every other community Correct. from happening. So um, that request to have the impact unit come into the community is supposed to be executed by the mayor of the city. And I broke rank. And so I just put the request in. And I did CC the mayor. I, I, I respect the CC. Yeah, out of respect. But we have... I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait, you know, for, 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 for anybody else to do what I knew needed to be done right away. And because of that, I, I think the, um, and you could probably speak to this part a, a little bit uh, better, but I think the individuals were apprehended within days. From, that is correct. Yeah, right from, because, of that, um, because of that initiative and that action that I took. But um, sometimes we just can't wait. You know, sometimes we just got to do what's, what's necessary and, and, and deal with the consequences later, right? And that in itself is true leadership. And I wanted to um, make sure I got clarification on that. This is simply Brown, Brown, Brown on Cleveland. And I know that, you know, a lot of times, you know, myself, Kimberly R. Brown, Brown on Cleveland, no gossip all talk. I talk about that matter a lot because I want people to understand exactly who the power players were to actually bring some type of a healing and justice to the family and especially the mom who is a very 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 good friend of mine so i thank you i thank you for a break and rank because sometimes you have to do that if you're about serving the people and of course that came from a county councilwoman of district nine of course it happened in her district Chantel Brown. This is uh, WOVU 95.9 FM. Brown, brown, brown. Simply brown. Oh. <laughs>
Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No gossip. I'll talk just, just a little bit of drama. It is time to have a little fun in the sun. What sun? Oh, <laughs> good Thursday morning <laughs> as we slide into a good Thursday afternoon. All right, now... This is going to be a little strange right now, but you guys know I only have one more guest after this. And, and you know, I got to talk about the, the 11th Congressional District. I do. So, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do, I don't know how to do this. But it's kind of cool because I can do it because uh, Congresswoman Marsha Fudge is still not confirmed to actually be the, uh, the, 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 the HUD secretary under the administration of uh, Joe Biden. She's not, she's not, she's not, so the seat is not even really available. So it's fair for me to go here with uh, uh, County Councilwoman Chantel Brown. Mm-hmm. So here are the rules to this. Mm-hmm. You get two passes, right? Mm-hmm. So you can either answer or you can pass. And now this is where your supporters may get upset with Kimberly Brown, but I really don't care because let me tell y'all something. If you get upset with me, you're liable to wake up in the morning with a rap song <laughs> dedicated to you and your boo. <laughs> Brown on Cleveland, Brown on Cleveland. So here's how this works. We're going to talk about the 11th Congressional District, mm-hmm. okay? You get a pass. And if you pass, then basically here's what's going to happen to little Brown, Chantel Brown. Uh, some people think she's my cousin. Some people say she's not. But <laughs> I'm not going to talk, so I'm not going to tell you if it's true or not, right? We're just going to put that out there. Rumors, rumors, and more rumors. I just don't know because it's not your business. Anyway, Brown on Cleveland, just having fun now. Okay, if you pass, here's what's going to happen to you. You're going to wake up tomorrow with a rap song. You are, you are, you are on Friday morning. You are. And uh, you're going to see your face on the Brown Report newspaper saying that Chantel Brown, Democratic chairperson, county council person, ran from Kimberly F. Brown. And yeah, and my numbers are going to skyrocket because mm. people are going to say, why you met with Chantel? <laughs> Leave me alone. Because I remember one time I did, I did put you on blast. I think I lost about 100 friends. Oh, <laughs> oh God. They was like, uh, get over little Brown. I'm like, uh, Leave me alone. I did. But then they came back because they were peekabooing at my page and I don't like a peekaboo behavior. But at any rate, real quick, if 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 you had to choose uh three people to run for the eleventh congressional district seat, in the event that Marsha Fudge is confirmed, who would the three be? And I didn't say why, I just said give me three. Okay, so Marsha's confirmed. Yes, yes, yes. Three people. Brown on Cleveland. Lou Stokes. Louis Stokes. Stephanie Tubbs Jones. Stephanie. And Chantel Brown. Oh. Louis Stokes, Stephanie Chubb Jones, and Chantel Brown. Yeah. That's like almost like a no-brainer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so if the election were held today, mm-hmm. were held today, 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 who would you vote for and uh, and, 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 and why? And remember, this is Brown on Cleveland. This mm-hmm. is Brown on Cleveland. Let me think about it, Tink, tink, tink. I got to tink. I got to tink. Let me think about it. <laughs> Uh, I'd be voting for Chantel Brown, 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 Chantel Brown. Why would you vote for Chantel Brown? For one, she's young. Mm-hmm. She's young. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing the work. And she's young. So why would you vote for Chantel Brown? I like all of those things. Oh, because she's young and she's been doing the work, okay. she has the most opportunity to have the greatest seniority and tenure in Congress in I the see. future. And that is important. What people might not realize about congressional seats is okay. that their impact and influence is closely tied to their tenure and seniority. And oh. because I am the youngest candidate in the race, I have the greatest opportunity to grow 
and that impact and power for the future. But I should also point out, having a good relationship with our current Congresswoman, Marsha Fudge, her being both a mentor and a friend, I would leverage that to get the resources that we need back into the community. I'm yawning. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Only thing I I would say about that is this. When you were growing up, did you watch the Brady Bunch? Here's a story. Yeah. Marsha, Marsha, (laughs) Marsha. Remember when Marsha got uh, hit in the nose with a uh, football? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my nose, my nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Marsha? No, let me stop about the Congresswoman, okay? But listen, <laughs> aside okay, but from that, because yes, I do yes, think yes, the yes. relationships are okay. important. But are the they? relationships, yeah, absolutely, because we have to be in a position to be able to pick up the phone to leverage those relationships That's to true. get the resources that we need. And if you can't do that, then we're in big trouble. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to be a partner to the Biden Harris administration to help pass an agenda to get the resources back into the community but 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 Mm -hmm. but let me stop you right there Mm -hmm. some of the some of the issues that are that are going on and i'll tell anybody when i get to this point when they say stuff we want to make sure as constituents that people are able to work across the aisle yes let let me you you know me go ahead can i can you can you got you got you got a whole minute okay so I am able to work across the aisle. I'm proud to say as county council, your county council representative, I led the charge to pass uh, racism as a public health crisis with okay. bipartisan support. So, And it was passed unanimously. So I had Republican and Democratic support on this legislation, okay. which is not the easiest thing to do in this climate. So I am clear. I am the Democratic Party chairwoman, but let's, let, me rec- let me let folks know I recognize the importance of being able to work across the aisle to get things done for the benefit of the community. So I'm not so Democratic that I'm unwilling to work with folks to get the resources that we need. Question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anyone in your current capacity that you would not work with or not work for? Brown on Cleveland. In my current capacity, I find it hard to think of anyone immediately. So um, I I am a, the type of person that feels like I can try to find some common ground. And if we can't, if we res- I believe in respectfully disagreeing so that we can move on to um, make make sure that at one point when we do find something we can agree on that we're okay. still in the position that we can work together. I don't want to I don't want to uh, be so off putting or so. Um, have such a block in the in the way that we can't find ways to work together in the future. We might not agree on this issue today, but we may agree on something tomorrow. So I want to maintain that that rapport so that we the door of communication um, remains open. Brown Cleveland, there, 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 there you have it. We've been talking to and talking with uh, the Democratic chair that she is, history history maker, Chantel Brown. She's also the county council person for District 9. One question, how many folks actually live in that catchment area of District 9? District 9 rep- includes 110, roughly 110,000 folks is who I represent as the county council representative. Demographics? Demographics is 60, 30, and 10. So 60% Caucasian, 30% black, and 10% other. And how long have you been a legislator? I have been a legislator for nine, nine consecutive years. Nine three consecutive years with years. the city and six with the county. There you have it. That's the lovely, the jazzy. Hey. <laughs> Chantel <laughs> Brown. You know what? Hey, Chantel, it's been a great uh, morning. Thank I, you. I appreciate you spending your morning and your time with me, especially 
Uh, we didn't know what was going to happen uh, this morning if we were going to be uh, snowed in. But thank God for Wednesday because Wednesday brought us out. And it's good morning Thursday as we slide into our Thursday afternoon. So do me a favor. Uh, wrap this up in 90 seconds. Give me your final words and I'll give you mine. Brown, Brown, simply this is Brown on Cleveland. Well, it's a thankful Thursday. I'm thankful to be here with my sister, Kimberly Uh-oh, F. That? Brown. Oh. Um, it is it is a privilege to be able to serve. And as the only elected official in this uh, current seat. I, I am just um, honored to to be able to serve the people of the Cuyahoga County 9th District, which represents 10 of the 59 communities. I got to shout them out. Bedford, Bedford Heights, Cleveland Wards oh. 1 and 4, Highland Hills, North Randall, Orange, Pepper Pike. Those are my folks, Kim. And they rock with me. And they rock with me. And they've okay. been rocking with me. And um, and I hope to at one position. And I know this is not the this is not the, the core of this show, but I do hope to be able to serve the people in a higher capacity eventually Um, but the work that I've done has always been uh, guided guided from the position of a public servant which again is a title I wear proudly Um, politician has got a nasty name over the last Mm. few years but elected official is a badge of honor because Uh it it makes me feel that the people who have elected me trust me to make decisions on their behalf and I want to be able to do that um, and do it well for them so thank you for the privilege thank you thank you thank you for affording me your audience you you are so welcome but yet and still I still like the title of Sunday school teacher. <laughs> Amen, somebody. You know, because of, of my grandma was alive. My grandma died at 104, 104 years old. She was like, show enough. <laughs> Bless that child. Amen. The child of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Know, and grandma would stand firm with you. Anyway, this is Brown Brown on Cleveland. I thank you guys for uh, joining me today for another fabulous show. Oh, man, I had a great time today. But as always, you know, I got to hang out with my main man. And, of course, that's uh, Frederick Douglass. Yeah, he says, Brown. I said, yeah, I keep forgetting it.